0: hello shiny happy people welcome to this month's episode of our transporting series i'm your guest host sanjay Dugar. today we'll be transporting the idea of should employers mandate return to work from office curious to find out more don't go anywhere i'll be back right after this break Welcome back, and let's get on straight to this friend sporting conversation. It's my pleasure to invite my colleague, Shalil Nalakat. A shiny happy people welcome to you, Shalil.
1: Hey, Sanjay. Thank you. Thank you very much. I hope you're doing well.
0: Absolutely wonderful. Thanks for checking in, Shalil. Getting on to our conversation, Shalil, uh, yes. I'll set the context. COVID 19 has accelerated the working from home trend. And many employees across the globe transitioned to working from home during the pandemic. Now, as workplaces are reopening, many employees are left wondering whether their employer can force them to return to the office. And the employers are also keen to know what would the impact be if they actually mandate their employees to return to office. What are your thoughts on this, Shalini?
1: Very interesting. I was just going through an article. In fact, it was a podcast in which uh, it was mentioned, they'd done a, a research of all the uh, the uh, team members and managers in their organization, Asia. Very interesting results that actually came out. Uh, the research actually shows that about 75% of all the individual contributors, team members, they all felt that they were productive enough or more productive than they were before when they were working from home. Interestingly, the same research also came up with saying that two-thirds of all managers felt that their team was less productive, which brings, <laughs> which brings us to a little bit of a quandary uh, in, in terms of uh, understanding what productivity is for different, different groups of people. Um, so there might be a lot of uh, reasons for that and um, maybe it could be that uh, employees felt that they had more free time, they could work when when they're probably more comfortable and uh, definitely when in a place like Bangalore, there's less time lost in commuting, uh, maybe a little bit of work, better work-life balance. Um, Taking the manager's perspective, I think probably they were looking in terms of Um, the opportunity to have uh, cross-functional interaction, and sometimes that suffers when you're not face-to-face. Maybe there's a lack of innovation. Um, Probably the need to stay agile and sort of uh, create uh, uh, tactics and strategies together might be some of the reasons. But essentially, what we're looking at is we're talking in terms of productivity seems to have different definitions for different groups of people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, right. I think The thought managers probably also have is about async communication. People might miss the big picture. Uh, Might be they're thinking about all those things. You know, but it's interesting, this conversation last week, I was with a group of my friends and some of them were from the legal profession, right? Mm -hmm. Uh And uh, I actually posed this question to them and say, legally, what is the situation? And so the first thing that I asked them was and my employer forced me to return to the office even if i have been remotely working and working well during the pandemic and yep. he actually told me that legally right and we are there, and maybe i may not need not really be take that i'm not a legal expert but what he told me was actually surprising to me as well he said your employer can make you return to the office if the understanding before the pandemic was mm-hmm. that you were to perform your duties in a specific workplace or setting.
1: Correct. I've, I've heard that before. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And uh, generally, an employer has the right to determine where employees must perform their work. They actually mention it even in their offer letters. right? Letters. Yes. Yeah. So I believe legally that is true. But however, employers have an obligation to protect the health and safety of their workers. And provide a safe work environment. So, yep. I guess one has to be a bit careful from the legal angle. But I think, uh, I'm not sure, but uh, I feel, how do you see that,
1: Shalil? Well, um, this is absolutely true in terms of uh, uh, the legal point of view, what gets into the contract, what gets into the offer letter, and things like that. But the point that we also need to be looking at is by throwing the, the rule book at uh, the team, at the employees. Uh, I feel that you're just going to be getting people as just bodies coming into work, but will they be bringing their heart into the work? What about what about the emotional part of it? Uh, will they be happy to come in? Will they be motivated enough to come in? And what we're looking at is a good motivated workforce that can actually deliver. Um, if you're going to throw the, uh, the rule book, people might actually say, yeah, fine, I will, but I'm not going to be putting in my best. And we want people to put yeah. in their best.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't think uh, it's all about legal, legal, legal all the way, right? It is really about, like you rightly said, motivate the people so they want to come in and do their best. Mm -hmm. So that's where it is. Yes. So how do you think… how do you, I mean, so if the managers have this opinion and if the employees have this opinion uh, and yet you're so right that you have to figure out a way by which they are motivated. I understand there are some professions where they just have to come to work, you know, like if, the medical right. profession, yeah. the manufacturing and, yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Some of these, are, you obviously don't have a choice, but where there is a choice, mm-hmm. uh, how do you think we should solve this dilemma, shali
1: um, sanjay you know that uh, we've been working with s- several different organizations and then uh the needs and requirements of different teams even in the same organization tend to be different mm. um, there might be situations and, and just just uh, a day i think it was in yesterday's paper or today's paper or so that uh, that one of the large software organizations have actually asked their people to come in at least 3 days a week now does that does that work have they mandated this but does that work I think it's got to do more in terms of being able to have an inclusive dialogue, where each of these teams are actually brought in. They have they we 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 are if they can if their conversations can be facilitated for them to be able to understand what exactly is required of them, and whether they need to come into the office. If so, how many days? And just making sure that all of the all the team members come in so that there is some sort of synchronicity when that actually happens and part of it also lies in the fact that work dimensions have also changed you did mention a little bit about asynchronous working it used to be in terms of people coming in uh, that is one probably one dimension now people are talking in terms of different dimensions and so much to the extent of saying that it's free dimension you might have in person meetings you might have virtual meetings you might have uh, working situations where they are actually working by themselves so all of this comes together and this is this is i think there's a new term being coined, it's called free dimensional working, free. And uh, having said that, uh, I think teams need to be allowed to be able to figure out where they want to go for, how they want to go forward. And uh, having an inclusive dialogue where everyone is able to sort of buy into the decisions that they make themselves, I think that would be the way to go forward. So you will actually see a lot of, um, uh, what should I say, there should be a lot of Uh, diversity as far as the decisions are being made, you can't expect that one one rule fits all for all teams, even in a single organization. I think inclusivity is the key to all of this.
0: Wonderfully said, and inclusivity is a big word. Of course, they brought inclusivity on a different angle. (laughs) But mm-hmm. I think this is as in as much relevant to inclusivity as always. So I, I quite like what you said, uh, Shalil. It's about really bringing that team together, including of course the manager, and they finding out their yes free. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, I, I think it is a wonderful term, free dimension of which is the best way for it uh, to work for them. Uh, but you know, also interestingly, uh, mm-hmm. I did read a little about uh, uh, a person who had done some research and. He went around speaking to people physically, right? Went around talking to people. And uh, he asked them So, if you are asked to return to work, uh, what would actually make you go to work? Mm-hmm. And, the resp- and the response that he got was, so, uh, most people were asking for these things, right? more money to sweeten the deal, mm-hmm. flexible working hours with hybrid options, yep. free food and transport, all this. Mm-hmm. And yet, there was another group which was then uh, researched and found out that they belonged to the Gen Z category, mm-hmm. and they felt they were actually willing to take a pay cut to work from home. was yeah, kind I, I, of a
1: little dilemma there, right? Uh, Well, there is a little bit of a dilemma there and that's absolutely something that also has to be factored in, which is also the reason why inclusivity is is key here. You need to be able to bring all of those groups together and uh, just making sure that the diversity in terms of not just in terms of gender, because we do know that working mothers would prefer to have a little bit of uh, flexibility when working by working from home. But even the Gen Z uh, types are also those who also have a different perspective on life as compared to probably you and me, Sanjay. We're almost there. We're almost all uh, over the hill. Uh, and our perspective in life is quite different from uh, from theirs. And that's where the inclusive inclusivity actually matters, to bringing all of them together and getting to understand what exactly they want from their workspaces. You're listening to the shiny happy people podcast subscribe to us on your favorite platforms this podcast is sponsored by c2cod your organizational development consulting partner bringing people and strategy together follow us on twitter linkedin instagram and facebook using the handle at c2cod and get updates on our upcoming episodes
0: If I have to bring in a summary to this entire discussion we just had, it's really about the teams and the managers coming together based on the need of the team from the organization perspective, the manager perspective, and the employees or the team members' perspectives. They all need to be brought in, and then they need to figure out which is the best way for them to work. And I think if coining it as three-dimensional it is absolutely one- wonderful. I think they need to find out their sweet spot, what works best for them, yes. and uh, maybe it's time for managers to do this right away. What do you think, Shail?
1: The sooner, the better. I couldn't have articulated it better than what you did right now, uh, Sanjay, and I completely agree. I think it's it's better that they actually do this as fast as poss- possible, uh, at the at the risk of sounding like. Uh, Uh, using legalese. Well, as soon as they get their protocols in place, as soon as they get their agreements in place, I think it would be best for the team to be able to decide that
0: yeah absolutely otherwise their mind is disturbed right they're not sure whether should i be planning to go to work should i even buy clothes to go to work and what have you right? right they can go all over the place thinking about how's my next week's lifestyle going to be so i think best is to really deal with that right away free the mind completely so that they are super productive whichever way they go so on that note Thank you so much, Shalil. I think you brought in some amazing insights, uh, some bit of research that you have done. Thanks for all of that. I'm sure our listeners will love this. Uh, Maybe they've got uh, their own thoughts around this and we welcome your comments. Uh, please do feel free to comment on what we just shared. And also, don't forget, share with us what other topics of this kind that you would like us to bring to you next month. And with that, uh, this is your guest host, Sanjay Dugar, and my colleague, Shalil Nalakat, signing out from this episode. Thank you. Have a wonderful day.